and welcome to the Pinstripe Alley podcast. I'm Andrew Mearns, joined by Kunj. We're feeling okay, I think, because he's actually remembered to, you know, it's good to win ball games. <laughs> yes, winning is good. Yeah, so. it uh, seems to have been a forgotten craft during this month of August, which is just like, lose, 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 lose. Oh, wait, let's win three in a row. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, didn't really like the approach starting four and 14 in the month because it was just such a miserable stretch and like i guess we should say by no means are the yankees fully out of it either because bad things have happened before in oakland even you know acknowledging that these are not a good baseball team weird shit happens there but yeah yeah let's just hope no one gets epstein bar <laughs> yeah we're, we're we have a high bar if you will oh yes condolences to matt holiday Yes. <laughs> and I guess congratulations to him on his son being drafted, which is still weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Yankees uh, swept their little mini Subway Series against the Mets at Yankee Stadium. They've uh, won three games in a row. They salvaged the finale of that awful Blue Jays series over the weekend, which was not exactly the follow-up to the uh, Donaldson walk-off slam that we had hoped it would be, but also was not terribly surprising, I guess. Yeah, way to not even like tease us and like pretend like they're going to be good immediately after. They just straight up went to crapping the bed. Yeah, it's like impressive. Oh, oh, baby, this is something. No, actually, we're going to be outscored uh, 18 to 4 in the next three games. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> of course, we had to get another shutout in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the uh, the fifth shutout in like it was a stretch of 14 games or something disastrous like that. And obviously, Aaron Boone sort of lost his temper in the postgame twice during that weekend, but that was the first time I was like, really? Yeah, which like again good yeah obviously it's not going to solve anything but it's better than just hearing all right well our guys are grinding we uh still like where we are because like yeah status quo ain't working yeah and like overall he is going to be that manager who you still you like you want to see you know some more reactions from but he's never going to be that guy who's just going to do that consistently because you know he's always going to have his players backs and doesn't want to throw them under the bus but with the way they had been playing over that those first like 20 days of August, like he had no choice. It felt like now like, it was absolutely miserable. They were staring yeah. at potentially, you know, getting swept at home over four games by the Blue Jays. Their AL East would have fallen to six. And honestly, like the point that he made in that press conference, like we, we don't really give Boone a lot of plaudits, but the, the point being that like, it doesn't matter really what the lead is because they keep losing like that. It really does not matter. <laughs> They could even still coast into the playoffs over the next five weeks. And if they're still not playing good baseball, then they may well be out in the division series. Yeah. So. And that's and that's the whole thing. Like it was a four and 14 stretch, which is bad by any means, but it's like, they were just, they looked so lifeless. And like, we went through stretches last year where they just looked bad and all that crap. But like, I don't know, this was different where like, you know, sometimes you just get in a funk and you lose games or whatever, but you still see there's effort being put in. And this was just like, what the hell was going on? Yeah, it was all about the increased expectations based on the first half, really. Like, that's what was really getting me down more than anything else. Because, you know, if you had just, if someone had, like, woken up from a coma and they're like, oh, how are the Yankees doing? You told them the record, they'd be like, oh, so it's been a really good season. And it's like, well, yes, but also kind of no. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's been a very good season, but currently it's not going great. Yeah, Bob. it's like, on the whole, yes. It's, it's 
sort of like, uh, you know, just to be topical, the original Game of Thrones, where the first few seasons, <laughs> first few seasons or months were spectacular, and then they started slowing off in quality. It's like, oh, it is happening here. Why is Bran on the Iron Throne? Why have the Yankees go four and fourteen in August? <laughs> well, let's let's hope that they have a better script written for the end of the season. <laughs> hey, Bran had the best story. All right, remember that's yes. that's what. Yes. Uh, Benny Offen Weiss said, yeah. you know, hey, they, by the way, watch House of the Dragon. They are not involved with that. It's it's good. So Yes, it's good. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> back to Away from Hot D Corner. <laughs> away from uh House Pinstripe. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, if the Yankees can, you know, get this thing going again, really get back on track, that would obviously assuage a lot of doubts. It feels like they are in sort of a weird stretch too, where they're still battling a whole bunch of injuries we have a little list of all the all the stuff that's going on but the the good thing is that they are getting Giancarlo Stanton back uh tomorrow yeah uh, obviously that's going to help the lineup a, uh, a lot and you know I have a note in our note I have a note in our notes anyway I have a note in our notes where the last three games like they finally see started to see some luck go their way which like we hadn't obviously seen during that four and 14 stretch where like Besides just, you know, the offense looking completely inept, it just felt like anything that could go against the Yankees was going against the Yankees. But, you know, things were starting to kind of like look a little bit more like, you know, the breaks that they would get in the first half, they were getting again. Um, The one one one, um dj lemay who like hit i what i think it was to like left where bobichette should have gotten it like it looked like he could have gotten it but then it just went like over his glove i think it was and i was like oh crap that that, that's something that would never have gone their way before (laughs) and during the stretch and now it's actually happening so maybe there's a little bit more reason to hope than like the walk-off slam which was just like a fun game but you know, yeah, that was uh, very much an anomalous thing that happened, sort of like the IKF game at Fenway where he went off and that was the only reason they won that game in that stretch because they were playing like they should have lost 10 in a row and they only had a few little breaks go their way to get those wins. Yeah, if you're scoring three runs total and IKF is responsible for all three runs, you have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> You should just lose that game any- anyway, even if you've been, even if you allowed less runs than you scored, you should still just get to be handed an L. Yeah. So uh, Giancarlo Stanton being back, be boons of the lineup. It'll at least add another fear factor presence beyond just Aaron Judge. Obviously, like pitchers know what guys like LeMayhew and Rizzo and occasionally Glaber are capable of, but they're just a different matter of intimidation versus Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, he he's really the only real force that the Yankees have. Um, obviously, Rizzo has been pretty good this year and dj has been obviously very good too but when you're talking about like oh they need another person behind like to ha- have judge fit, get, get actual pitches and like actually be get something to hit john carlos is going to be that guy yeah and i guess we should say one person who has been picking it up in the past few days andrew benintendi getting some yeah. big rbi hits and crucial situations this is why they got him to you know actually produce which joe gallo is not really doing so as long as he's doing that then okay fine it's a it's a solid move that's only for the final couple months but again it's a matter of like got to do it over a longer stretch (laughs) oh no absolutely and again it goes back to the two better options that were available on the trade market like arguably one wasn't coming to the yankees because the nationals just said no and Juan soto and then ian Happ just didn't move yeah so (laughs) So then again, if they don't go after Benintendi and get him when they did, they're left with nothing. And Joey Gallo is still a Yankee and he's, you know, been solid for the Dodgers, which is good, which is what we were hoping, like, you know, him 
uh, you know, getting back to life somewhere else outside of New York because it just wasn't working here. And it's just been better for everyone involved. And yeah, Andrew Benintendi maybe took a little bit of time to adjust. Maybe he had to change his approach a little bit because uh, I think as Josh wrote for a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, with the new stadium, like the Yankee Stadium dimensions compared to Kauffman and whatever. So whatever it is, it seems to be working. They got their Super Benintendo power adapter just in time. Yeah, again, they just had to blow on the cartridge. Get it, you know. <laughs> get it it's, an old, it's an older system, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes there's some bugs to work out, shake it off, you know. <laughs> but it's just good to have at least some positive vibes back with this team because it's it was just a real slog to follow them for most of August. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to this West Coast trip, however. <laughs> no, West Coast trips are rarely super fun. I will get to say that I will be able to watch them in person because I'm going to be at the Coliseum over the weekend. So that'll that be sounds fun. awful. Yeah, well, hey, gotta, you don't get Epstein Bar. Yeah, I mean, hey, I have said to the other editors, if I don't come back, know that Epstein Bar got me. <laughs> but I am determined to see as many baseball stadiums as I can. And uh, Oko was going to have to get off the list at some point. So we will see how that goes. Well, good luck. And hopefully you bring some good Yankees vibes with you. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's very possible that they may just lose to the A's anyway. But, you know. Whatever. Maybe maybe Giancarlo will hit a dinger for you. That would be nice. I, I would I would approve of that. I'd approve of that. But yeah, this is a this is a good little part of the schedule here where they're facing, even though they're on the road, which is never easy, and they're on the West Coast, which is its own challenge. They are facing a couple teams that are not in it in the Angels and A's. So win those games. I feel like in this stretch you need to go at least five and two, honestly. Yeah, uh, maybe spot. Maybe those other teams can like win a game because they're at home and things happen like that. But the they got to win those games. And just to, just to confirm, the Yankees don't need to let them win a game just because the, they're no, they're no, working. no. They don't. They can. They can feel free to sweep. But... Hey, you know what? If we want to turn this three game winning streak into like uh, one of those like 10, 12, 13 gamers, then you can go right ahead. I'm not going to object to that. Will not complain. <laughs> Oh, man, it's a four-game set in Oakland, followed by a three-game set against the Angels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the Trop. So it's like they're back on the good coast, but... But in the Trop. trop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the positive side is that, ideally, that will be the last time that they will be in the Trop this year. It's always possible that they can meet there in the playoffs, I suppose. But for the regular season of the Trop, that's it. Ideally, it'd be the last time they're at the Trop because it'll just blow up and disappear. It'll just, you know, uh, be claimed C-C-Z. by the, it'll be claimed by the upside down or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not convinced that the trop isn't the upside down. Let's be real. It probably is. Did you see a uh, Trout's home run yesterday? The uh, I did not. It like hit hit off one of those catwalks and then like came back down. And I was like, all right, that's a home run. We'll take that. <laughs> well, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll give the trout. He's back. He's actually playing again. Good for him. And of course, the Angels being the Angels, they still lost like eleven to one. <laughs> that was the one run. <laughs> <laughs> old tungsten Arbel Doyle. Yeah, this time it was Trout taking his old role. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, get some big games coming up there. I mean, I guess what games aren't big games at this point in the season, right? Yeah. So uh, the sooner the Yankees can wrap up the division, the better. They are, you know, winning baseball games again will help you whittle that magic number down. And they are working on it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. So 
I guess to go back into the uh, the injuries, uh, we do have some people who are now gone. Um, Scott Efros is down with a shoulder strain. They are hopeful that he should only miss a few weeks. That's super unfortunate because he had been he had pitched pretty well since coming over from the Cubs. And Boone had been pitching him in the ninth in close games, so he was like not like they were still very much doing like closer by whoever's available that day. But Boone trusted him enough to close down games, and I think most people probably felt pretty okay with it considering what happened to Clay Holmes. Yeah, no, definitely. And it was obviously better to see that than just automatically handing it to Chapman or whatever, especially because, you know, we talked about before, but Chapman decided to just be complete crap just because Clay Holmes was on the IL. Like, all right, I'm back. Now to throw it away. Exactly. (laughs) I was so scared that Boone was going to turn to Chapman to relieve Clark Schmidt in the game last night. Oh, yeah. Apparently he went to Wandy and it worked. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, glad, glad Wandy's around, but. So Efros is down. Albert Abreu is also down. I don't think anyone's really mourning him, but that's that was a roster move that happened, and people were just like, uh, okay, who is here? Luke Bard? What is that? Is his name Luke? Luke Bard. I knew, I knew it was Bard, but I did not know his first name. Yeah, Luke just, Bard. I literally learned it right now. <laughs> yeah, 31 years old. Just sure. randomly around because he was claimed off waivers from the Rays at the beginning of August, and they did not want to make a roster move for Greg Weiser just yet. But it does appear that Greg Weiser is probably going to be with the team on the West Coast trip. There are some rumors going around today that may well be confirmed by the time this is posted, but uh, he's had a really great season in AAA and has a great slider and which should be a good addition to the bullpen in the short term. Yep. Not much else to say to that because uh, <laughs> exactly. he looks yeah, good. He, Ideally, he pitches well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of analysis, Clark Schmidt. Good. <laughs> Very good. Why was he in the minors? <laughs> because the Yankees are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> the answer was basically just to like stretch him out. But, you know, whatever. I guess it worked out in this instance because he was able to pitch basically almost the rest of the game in relief of Herman, who I guess we do need to give plotted to for pitching well again so he's just you know doing his thing i guess if there's going to be a time for domingo hermans at a good streak then this is a, a good time for it it was frankie montas yesterday oh yeah you're right never mind well domingo herman pitched <laughs> hey domingo herman outpitched max scherzer the day before that is true. For he did reason. do that so like i'm okay with the slight praise for that half second but just just a minor correction yeah mixed up my starters there but yeah yeah and hey frankie montas he finally did a good game. So that's good to see that he's capable of that again, because he had not shown that at all in his first few outings. No, I'm going to talk a little bit more of that later, but I think there was a Fangraphs article today about Frankie Montas, you know, and his uh, just pitching really well yesterday and, you know, kind of showing what, why the Yankees traded for him. So that was good to kind of see and just get some, a little bit of reassurance there. Yeah. And it seemed like he might fall apart at that start because he was putting runners on again, kind of like nibbling, but the defense helped him get out of it. Defense also betrayed him a little bit in the game later on, but we will not talk about that because my brain will explode because that was a really dumb play. But uh, hey, he did the job and the Yankees managed to take those both those games from the Mets. So attaboy. Woo. Yeah. And, the Yankee. Yeah. It sounds like um, Zach Britton is on the rehab trail as well. He's going to be with uh, Loe Tampa uh, starting today. Yeah. And again, last year when he went down with his injury, we had contemplated whether that was like the last we see of Zach Britton's Yankee career. So the fact that he's even rehabbing and potentially, you know, hope, barring no setback, which like, you know, obviously, hopefully not, 
he'd be able to rejoin this team for like uh, September and then potentially the playoffs. That's a huge, huge addition, especially if he can actually pitch like Zach Britton. Yeah, if he can even be a semblance of the guy he was before, then you just have a ground ball machine out there can help get some big hitters to roll over and take appreciate the ball going on the ground and not in the air like he was allowing before the surgery and he was clearly not right. Right. So good to see him coming back. It seems like Clay Holmes will be back in Anaheim for the West Coast series uh, after the A series. So we will hope that uh, he is actually back and not just on the roster because that is a difference. (laughs) There's definitely going to be a little bit of a grace period before I can fully claim that he's back. Um, I I need to see that he's not just, you know, technically a live person. I need to see that he's not dead anymore. Yeah, it's like, are you Clay Holmes or are you like a Roldis Chapman being on this roster, but not actually being a Roldis Chapman? Right. (laughs) Because there's a big old difference. Yeah, hopefully whatever the injury was, um, the the time off maybe just got him some time to, you know, catch up because, you know, obviously he'd been, He'd been utilized a lot this season, uh, more than, you know, he generally has been used to. So maybe there was a little bit of that. So just kind of getting himself back to normal and back to being Clay Holmes, giving him a little break. Maybe he'll do the trick. Yeah, let us hope. And uh, still waiting for any sort of update of Harrison Bader. I mean, maybe he will show up or maybe he's just been work fit and is just a hologram if he really exists. Yeah, after finalizing the notes today, I looked up and I saw Ben Wortman has actually played like 20-something games this year. Obviously, all in the minors, but I was still impressed that he's actually done that. Yeah, still not hitting. (laughs) Genuinely, I was convinced that he's not a real person. Yep, he is. He has made it back, and he's just hanging out on the rail riders. So, honestly, probably the less of him we see, the better, because he is a worse hitter than Kyle Higashioka. Yeah. But, you know, Harrison Bader, maybe he exists. Maybe he will play. We will not find out, I think, for a little while longer. So I will try not to look at the Jordan Montgomery game logs because uh, it is awfully tempting to do so and awfully frustrating at the same time. Yeah. In a way, it's like I'm kind of happy because, like, I feel like the Yankees didn't use him right. Like, you know, every, with, with the whole, like, no matter what his pitch count, he could be at, like, 60 pitches through six uh, through five innings or six innings, and then, like, Boone will still take him out before the third time through the order and stuff like that. Like, there's obviously times to do that and whatever, but I don't know. I feel like he never got really a lot of respect from the Yankees. No, like, he, he, I don't think he even ever went eight innings, like, let alone nine, like he did the other day in his Maddox shutout of the Cubs. So, yeah, so it's, I'm happy to see that. And this trade, obviously, it looked a lot worse initially because of how the pitching, the rotation, and the bullpen had struggled basically right after the trade deadline. So the, the trade just looked so much worse immediately after. But with the pitching starting to stabilize again, hopefully the offense coming back, this like this kind of like goes back to our initial reactions, which is like still a weird trade, but I can kind of squint and make, make sense of it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and that like that's all we could really do at this point. Like it, it's happened; it's in the books. They they can't take it back. So hopefully Harrison Bader shows up at some point, and that's that's all you can. Know. <laughs> I'm not crying. I swear. <laughs> it's <just so> weird. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I guess the only other major news of note: the Yankees' 2023 schedule is out now. Uh, they are playing baseball next year. Yes, baseball will happen, apparently. 
Yeah, but uh, honestly, there is some news to it. It's not the same old, same old because they are changing things up so that they are not facing the same divisional opponents 19 times, which is good because I don't think we really need to see 19 games of Yankees Red Sox anymore. And it's more fun to see other teams. So they will only play 12 games against Red Sox and other division rivals. And then they will face every single other team, including the National League teams, at least once. Yeah, and they start the season versus the Giants, which is just weird. I think there's a little bit of MLB just trying to be snarky because, you know, there's obviously rumors of if Aaron Judge doesn't resign, where he'll sign and the Giants have been talked about as the favorites. So I feel like they're just covering their bases in case that's the case, <laughs> which hopefully not because screw you. If they, they screw you Yankees, if you don't resign him. Yes. Yes. Watch, watch he'll be on the Cardinals for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he just really misses Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. He was a huge clubhouse guy. Everyone in the, everyone in the clubhouse was apparently watching the end of the show the other day. So <laughs> like that's, I'm not making that up. That happened. No, no, no I know. I know. And, <laughs> Dude, right after the trade, I think they were talking about uh, it was Jameson Tyon. Or like his his interview made me sad because he was just like, "Yeah, that's like my best friend," and I lost him. And I was like, "Oh my god, no!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh god, this this is not quite as depressing as the Joey Gallo end of days interviews, but it's pretty bad." Yeah. yeah so. On the side note, I will note that it looks like the the most Jordan Montgomery has pitched in, as a Yankee was seven complete innings. I'm too lazy to find out if he ever actually went into the eighth and just never recorded an out, but. It looks like he got to seven complete innings, like I want to say five or six times. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it does help that he got the pitch against the Cubs in that instance. But also, I don't know if the Yankees ever really let him go that long against like the the Royals and the uh, Rangers of the world. So yeah, like he, earlier this season on May thirty first, he finished seven innings uh, against the Angels with four hits, one run allowed four strikeouts a walk and his pitch count was at 87 so like he could have gone back out there yeah oh well but whatever anyway wish you the best monty yeah so 2023 schedule yeah i think that's about it i don't think there's but too much to remark on from there because the divisional thing is the main thing and it'll be cool to see all those other teams yeah it's cool that they're doing the, the balance uh where like everyone faces everyone at least once that's definitely fun makes it more exciting Let's other teams cash in on the Yankees and Dodgers and their money that they could bring in. Yeah, and then the uh, the AL Central winner is not just someone who gets to play the uh, the Tigers a shit ton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anywho. All right. So, I think we will take an ad break now, and we will be right back. And we're back. So, we will look to the Yankees BRF Top 12. What sort of updates do we have going on this week? This may surprise you. This is brand new information, but Aaron Judge leads the Yankees in war. Whoa. What? I... How Who did he do that? Who would have thunk it? By hitting a lot of home runs, that's how. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he has uh, accumulated 7.4 B-War, so, you know, Aaron Judge good. Yeah. Aaron Judge good. And he's come back to life with uh, two home runs in the last couple days, so... He dared to take about a week off, man. Yeah, but, you know, coming back to hit a home run off of Max Scherzer was definitely a nice uh, surprise and definitely a better result than the first time he faced him earlier this year. Yeah, that was definitely a so-I'm-thinking-I'm-back moment from Aaron yeah. Judge. And then that ball he hit I... against, the ball he hit against Tywan Walker went so freaking far. 453, was it, I think? Yeah, yeah, and it, it looked even further than that. Yeah. 
But anyway, following Aaron Judge, um, it's the usual cast of characters. No real changes in the top with uh, DJ LeMahieu, Nestor Cortez, Gleyber Torres, Jose Trevino, Matt Carpenter and his glorious mustache still still up there, which makes me sad because I miss him. <laughs> Could have used him during that stretch. Yeah, heal up uh, that ankle, dude. Yeah. Garrett Cole, Anthony Rizzo, Josh Donaldson. That defense has to be amazing for him to be there because his bat has just been bad. Yeah, it's so <laughs> some slow. random moments here and there, but yeah, not 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 a great year from the bringer of rain. No. Um, Michael King still up here, also making me sad. Followed by <laughs> IKF, which is never not funny, and uh, Wandy Peralta makes his uh, debut on this list this year. Welcome. Not all those who Wandy are lost. He deserves it. It's uh, he's been just a very stealth. Just I'm here to put in some quality innings, and that's about it. Yeah, he came in just in time for the final Rings of Power uh, t- trailer drop. So there's the Lord of the Rings connection. Nailed Good. it. Good. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> All right. So should we move on to the end of the show? I think so. All right. So the Yankee and Manfred of the week. Tell me what your, or who your Manfred of the week is. Oh, I think you had it right the first time. It's the what? It's uh, four to two. (laughs) (laughs) The secret sauce, apparently. Yeah. Well, I have personal reasons for enjoying this, uh, this result, but yeah. So the Yankees three game winning streak have all three games. The final score has been four to two, which I do actually remember having this conversation with you at one point. God, I don't remember if it was this year or last year, where 4-2 to two is my favorite score for the, uh, for the uh, Yankees' victory because it's also my birthday. And the Yankees have just been honoring me this whole week for dealing with them this uh, past few weeks. So thank you, Yankees. I appreciate the honor. But 4-2, to two, keep on keeping on. Wow. Way to uh, make it all about you again. <laughs> Are you surprised at all? No. No. Not even a little. Yeah. Okay. Your Yankee of the week. Um, me. <laughs> my Yankee of the week is going to be Aaron Judge because he is hitting home runs. And that is good. <laughs> yeah. Not enough for me anymore. No, no. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> he's got 26 to go. Yeah. Hey, yeah, to get it because he's got to pass bonds, right? So, <laughs> yes. Rules is rules. Yeah. But hey, if he can even get, get close to Maris, that'd be cool. But not enough for Shaw. Yeah, no. <laughs> which is which is why he's not in the Yankee of the Week for you. So exactly. <laughs> but not a coincidence yeah, that Yankees win more when Aaron Judge hits some runs. Well, yeah, because the offense is pretty much Aaron Judge and whoever else maybe decides to play that day, and sometimes nobody else does, but he'll still win the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, who is your man for the week? So it's kind of. Not really a full-on Manfred of the Week, but uh, I'm going to be weird again, just like I was with my Yankee of the Week. But Brian Hoke tweeted out something from MLB Network's research team where Montas's pitch usage since he's come over to the Yankees has been a little bit odd. And I quote, while known for, uh, for a deadly slider and splitter combo, he's thrown both of his fastballs a lot more. So it seems like on the surface, the Yankees are trying to make him fit their mold rather than using you know, what's uh, succeeded for him. But I'm also going to reference the Frankie Montas Fangraphs article again, where Aaron Boone just talks about, like, I don't think we're necessarily doing that. It's maybe just like a small sample size coincidence. 
because he hasn't necessarily been able to locate uh, or, you know, been behind in the count. So he's been having to pitch a little bit differently. It's only been a few games. So hopefully that's not the situation, but I don't want this to turn into another sunny gray scenario where the Yankees are trying take something that works and just like, no, 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 instead of you doing what works and makes you a good pitcher, let's do it our way. So yeah. that's my man for the week. It could be a thing too, where, you know, his slider just wasn't really looking like it was going to be working on the, some of those losses and maybe that helped contribute to the losses, you know? So yeah, right. That's like, I don't want to call out and fully say all oh, the Yankees are doing this and that's their whole pit, their pitching philosophy. So like, so I'm being a little bit more mean than I probably need to be. You are but raising wanted... a suspicious eyebrow. That's bad. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Mm. And they won three games in a row, so I'm not going to bash on them too hard, even though they probably still deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like, I guess if we're talking about the uh, entire last week, then, yeah, they lost more than they won. So, <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, my man for the week is going to be um, – Go with Marwin Gonzalez, just because the dude still. Has why are you head. still here? <laughs> I don't know why he's still here exactly. Like Oswaldo Cabrera does his job. Like they demoted Esteban Floreal to make room for Stanton, and like I'm not a big Floreal guy, so I don't super care. But also, I think Floreal is just a more useful guy for this team than Marwin Gonzalez at this point because Oswaldo Cabrera already plays all over the field too, so you don't really need Marwin to be that guy, and Floreal gives you good center field defense, which you need at this moment, at least late in ball games to occasionally, you know, spell Aaron Judge and center or whatever. And who knows when Harrison Bader is coming back. So just keep Floreal up and we don't need Marvin Gonzalez anymore. Or better yet, just bring up Oswald Peraza. So yeah, we're back yeah. to this. We're back to this. <laughs> because that should not be yeah. forgotten. For as good as the Yankees have looked the past few days, they could have Oswald Peraza instead of Isaiah Conifalefa. And they would be just fine, though. They would be. But alas, maybe at least we they have Oswald Cabrera and they are actually using him. Like yeah. when, when we got word that he was being called up, I was afraid that was going to be like a stupid one game thing, or they were just like going to have him just hang, play like a game or two and just kind of have him around. But they've been using him, um, using his versatility, you know, and he's like, he, he made a, what was it a, a dumb, dumb play? Was it yesterday? I think it was in, uh, against the blue Jays, but overall he's like very good. Uh, he's had a couple like highlight reel, uh, catches and opportunities so far in the field at right, at short, at third. So kudos to him for, you know, just coming up and doing whatever the Yankees have asked of him so far. Yeah, it was the um, against the, the Mets in the first game when he ran into Marwin. Like, he should have let Marwin take that ball because they were both coming yeah. here and easier for Marwin to make that play as a right fielder. But that's, like, really the one slip up. And he hasn't really hit as much as we would have liked. But he's still putting together good at-bats, honestly. So that's just fine. And you can tell that the team actually, as you said, it does believe in him because he's starting every game. And, like, Estevan Floreal was not. So that should tell you a little bit about what they think of Floreal. Like, sorry, the dude strikes out too much. Exactly. And to your point about the good at-bats, like, I think you you noted it in our Slack yesterday. The base-loaded walk was a good at-bat. Oh, yeah. 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 You want to get that big hit to like clear the bases or do, you know, bring in a couple runs at least, but you know, having the patience and uh, the uh, recognition to just stay, uh, avoid chasing and, you know, still do something good. That's a good thing. Yeah. I think the hits will come for Oswaldo too. So it's a tough league to get hits in, but he can, he can do it. So plus he has a fun first name. Oswaldo is fun. Yeah. Where's Waldo? Find out because he plays a different position like every day. (laughs) It pretty much is where's Waldo every day. All right. So, think unless you have anything else 
that should do it for us. All right. So you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Pinstrip Alley. Follow me on Twitter at Mern's PSA. Um, what other recommendations do you have for us this week? Go watch Only Murders in the Building. Yes, Only Murders. It's very good. I watched the finale very, very as well. Good. Steve Martin, yeah. Martin Short, Selena Gomez. What could go wrong? Yeah, I don't know. Selena Gomez just holding her own against Steve Martin and Martin Short is just oh, yeah. honestly been, been very impressive to me. Yeah, like I, I'm very surprised by this. And maybe I... I mean, I'm sure there are some people who are not surprised at all, but like I was of the age I didn't really follow Selena Gomez's career as she went through like Disney Channel to pop star to whatever. So, but yeah, no, and I don't want so it good. to seem like I was a, I don't want it to seem like I was a doubter of her. I just, I was not too familiar. I wasn't familiar enough with her, but I am genuinely a fan now. So kudos. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, I didn't Selena think about Gomez, you. my Yankee of the week. <laughs> All right. It's four to two and Selena Gomez. So yes, there we go. Go Yankees, go baseball. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Let's get some wins in Oakland and Anaheim and uh, we'll talk to you when they get back.